them up, knock them down. I'm the greatest in my town. I'm the greatest. Yeah. Welcome to the Uncommons Podcast. Caleb Fossum here with my dog, Luke Bakkensteady. <laughs> my dog. My dog. I'll be your dog. I'll be your dog. I'll be your dog, man. If you know what movie that's from, let me know. You probably don't. Um, so today, I'm going to let Luke take it, but we're going to talk about having your tribe. Yeah, I mean, this is something that's really, really uh, important to me. Um, it's definitely important to him. Um, the reason, why, this isn't even on the script, but I think the reason why him and I get along so well is because there's like a, an unspoken bond of like loyalty um, that is like of the best of the best and the worst of the worst, no matter what it is going on in our lives, we'll be there. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like if anything happens to where I need him, he'll be there and vice versa. Absolutely. And it's one of those things where like we, we both know that. So when it comes to like tribe and family, uh, I, I think there's very few things more important than like, I mean, besides your own health and making sure you're, you're okay first, but surrounding yourself and being like being surrounded with people that you believe are family. And I, I use family as in family is not blood. Uh, family is whoever you believe has your back and whoever is loyal. And whether it's, it doesn't always mean that you guys have to always believe in the same exact things. That's okay. Him and I disagree on a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, the Vikings suck. <laughs> but you're not wrong. <laughs> and if you're listening and you're a Viking scouter coach, like I, I would love to be a Viking. So. Yeah. And I would, <laughs> and I would support the hell out of him. <laughs> but tribe and family are things that are like that, that concept is something that is so near and dear to both of us that, uh, we could, we could make 17 different episodes about different aspects of tribe and family. Um, but my, my favorite like thing to do, like arguably one of my favorite things in the world to do is something I call a drink along uh, because I like to, one, I like to drink whiskey. <laughs> Two, I like to smoke cigars. Three, I like to listen to music. Um, and four, I like to hang out in Lauren, my girlfriend's backyard around her fire pit. Uh, but more importantly than all of those, I like to do those things uh, with my, my group of people, with my circle, with my family, with my tribe. And so on my birthday, uh, people were like, what do you want to do? Um, I was like, well, I want to eat good food, but at the end of the night, I want to drink along. So the whole idea is we sit there around the fire. Um, on my birthday, I drank plenty of whiskey because he got me incredible gifts. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk about that. I don't gifts. And then actually, I, I drank a lot of last night. <laughs> uh, but I smoked a cigar, and everybody goes in a circle and picks a song that you want to listen to at the time. And it is the vibiest of vibes, it but so it is, it's like my favorite thing in the world because in that moment, of, and by that moment, I mean just that, that entire experience of that night is pure joy because I'm surrounded by my tribe, my family, my, my circle of people. Yeah, so Luke's birthday, first of all, um, I've like very rarely, maybe like maybe once or twice, maybe I've gotten something from me that I'm like, that's dope, right? But like never have I really, you know when you get somebody a gift and it's like, this is only for that person. Yeah. Like if if, so, like, if Luke would have got me the gift that I got him, I'd be like, that's cool, but it wouldn't hit me as hard as like, when I knew I was getting it for Luke, I'm like, this is made for, for Luke, you know what I mean? And so I got him, um, I took notes because, uh, we were hanging out with my uncle and he has a, a, a whiskey, what are they? Decanter. Yeah, decanter. It's a decanter and it has like, it has his initials on it. And Luke's like, fuck, that'd be so dope to have. Like if we have an office and just, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I made it a note and that was, that's what I was going to get initially, right? There's this cool place, the spectrum. I think it's called things we remember. 
Shout out to those guys. Mm -hmm. um, super dope ass store. Um, but I go in there, there's a dope whiskey decanter. I'm like, perfect. And then Minnie, loves, she goes, oh my God, look at this glass. And it's a glass, it's a whiskey glass that holds a cigar. And I was like, holy shit. So she pretty much got that for him and I got the decanter. Decanter has LB on it for his initials. And then I put on the uh, whiskey bottle, it says, or the whiskey cup, it says uncommon. And I was just like, I was so excited when I gave the gift. I wanted to like tell him early. I was like, bro, like fuck. But we went to his house or Lauren's house and gave him the bag. And I was like literally so excited for him to open it. I felt like I was opening a present. Like I was literally so joked out. And he got me a bottle of my favorite whiskey. Oh yeah. Right now, which is Buffalo, Buffalo Trace. Trace. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was so excited. <laughs> I started to open it and I was going to pour it in there. But I had to take it back to my house. And Lauren was like, you're going to drive with a full decanter? Yeah. <laughs> Great oh, point. Good call. <laughs> I didn't pour it in. But like, it was such a good gift. Like right away, I was like, I have to use it. Like, I, I can't drink the whiskey from here. I have to pour it in first. I was so excited. It was, uh, it was awesome. So very few moments you have like that. And that night alone, from when I walked through that door to when we left and got home, I was telling Minnie, like, I've never, like, that was so much fun. I talked about it like two weeks later. Oh my God, us just sitting in the backyard vibing, picking songs. And everybody's songs were bangers, too. But like, just great vibe songs, like it was awesome. Um, talking, bullshitting, just kind of, you know, back there hanging out. Um, I didn't drink, I held up my end of the bargain as far as my promise to myself not drink until I signed a contract or stop playing football, whichever comes first. Um, so, but I, we were just like in such a good place with our tribe, man, and it was just, um, that was pretty much like one of the really first times I felt like I was really in the moment. Like nobody touched their phone, nobody, like it was just it was awesome man um and that's where we're kind of leading into was like having a tribe and just in today's world this new culture we live in it, it is is brutal like as people we're supposed to be with other people we're supposed to have relationships we're supposed to have friendship we're supposed to have these like luke said these loyal bonds that can't be broken with your like with your tribe that's what our ancestors did that's what we're genetically supposed to do is have relationships in person people face-to-face -face conversations and and feeling those senses yeah i mean mammals come in like packs like they yes. they all they all do and uh what one of the things of many that i because i i really don't like to talk about how shitty 2020 is because with with that there's an equal and opposite thing of like that 2020 has presented so many incredible opportunities Absolutely. in so many ways but one of the things that i do utterly hate about 2020 is that it has forced people into seclusion even more. It has forced a ton of companies to go fully remote, which is like, yeah, from a business owner's perspective and that standpoint, yeah, costs definitely are lower on your end, which is great. That means a lot more profit. But what that means is that people are secluded and the collaboration isn't gonna be as as strong as it was. And people, like some people don't realize that like that water cooler talk is like some, some like for some people, the thing that they look forward to the most at their job that day like that, that bond that actually isn't as much about the work, but the actual bond with the other human is what people look forward to. And that's why I hate, like I, I love that the technology and everything is making it easier and all of the stuff and that people are pivoting and figuring it out. I love that. But the fact that it is making people secluded and more separated sucks. And it's really sad because there are a lot of people that struggle with being alone and, and dealing with seclusion because that's not what we're wired to do. Yeah, and what you were just talking about, it reminded me of a scene in The Vow. Um, great movie. Great movie. But Channing Tatum um, is explaining what he does to uh, his, his what, his ex, well, his girlfriend, but he got in a car accident. Ex-girlfriend, wife, current wife. Yeah. Say wife, current. Uh, her sister's 
husband and they're just getting married. And he's like, so what do you do exactly or whatever? And he's like talking about how he has a recording studio. And the dude's like, well, isn't that all remote now? Like, can't you just record it with like a device? And he's sitting here explaining like, yeah, but there's nothing like when you got a band going and the energy's bouncing off the walls and you feel people's energy. And that that's what just spoke to me because it's like, dude, being with, with your tribe or with a team and going through hardships together and building a bond and going just going through shit together, going through the mud and coming out a better person together as a team, as a tribe with your best friends, going through shit, growing up together, like feeling everything about that and feeling the energy is is different and we're losing that in this new culture and I understand stuff's necessary but um it's literally putting it a cost it's it's making it a cost for other me uh, mental illnesses and health issues and just depression man like I can't go without seeing my tribe or like my friends or like something like feeling the energy working out together mm -hmm. like all that little stuff is just taken for granted um during this this new time and, and it, it's brutal yeah, and it's like, huh, it's one of those things where it's like, if you don't even believe that, like, the vibes or the energies are real, go watch your favorite movie by yourself and then go watch it with the person you love to spend the most time with. The movie's better. <laughs> oh, my God. If you guys don't speak to each other, but you sit next to each other and you experience that movie together, the movie, therefore, I promise you, will be even better because you're experiencing it with that person. Pro distance makes the heart grow fonder, right? And, uh, you know, Minnie's in Hawaii right now and we're, we're missing each other and stuff. And, um... I'm literally watching the Nevada game and we watch the Nevada games together. You know what I mean? When they're on, we watch them together. We know all those, all those guys and stuff. So I'm watching it. Like my mom's in the room and we're watching it. And like, it's just not the same. I'm texting her. I'm like, dude, like you're literally my best friend. Cause I'm sitting here and I'm like commenting like on stuff that I know that she would. And it's like little things. Cause we know that person like, Oh my God, like, like look at Romeo or look at Cole or whatever the case is. Right. And like, I know she'd be thinking the same thing, yeah. but my mom doesn't know that. You know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah. When you know you have the same energy and thoughts and all mm -hmm. kinds of shit, or um, another funny one was like, my mom brought up peppermint bark. <laughs> she brought peppermint bark on like a, a plate and me and Minnie both went like super excited, <laughs> like looked at each other and gave each other a high five, like simultaneously, like at the same time. And I was like, man, when you're on the same vibe and energy as somebody, like you can't beat that. You can't get that through FaceTime. You can't get that through text message and you, you can't be in-person relationships and vibes and energy, man. Like we need to be around a tribe. You need to be around people. Um, and I understand all the social distancing and shit, whatever, but like you, you, we need to find a way to, to get that, that vibe of energy out. Totally. And, uh, I've talked about him numerous times. One of my favorite people ever in existence is Will Smith. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he's got some video somewhere on the internet where he just, he so passionately just says, I love living. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and he says, uh, like that energy is something that you can't fake. And I, I think it's so true. And he's one of those people that has such a big passion and energy for life that you can feel that through a video. I love that. But it's that. different. If I were to hear him say that in person, it would impact me a thousand times more because I, I would feel that love and I would feel that like energy and passion for life. So if you have those that group of people that in your life that you feel those types of vibes and energies and passions with, you need to cling on to them and do whatever you can to be surrounded with them. Honestly, in person, like right now, yeah, as safe as possible, all the things. We, everybody's fucking give them a hug, bro. Yeah. You, whatever <laughs> you have to do. Hug. But you, you have to really um, understand that that stuff is important and you, you can't just simply ignore it and just wait till things to get better or wait for this pandemic to be over. Whatever the solution is for you to feel good and safe and still have those relationships you need to work to make those happen 
those intimate moments, man, are just something that you, like we said, like it's needed in life. It's needed to make you feel human, to get your heart racing, to get those butterflies. Whatever the case is, like I just think I just thought about a bunch of moments where it's like there's two. Well, I told you like last couple podcasts, like I love watching The Voice or like one of my favorite concerts that I've never been to to watch is Justin Timberlake, Chris Stapleton at the CMAs, and you feel the energy or like. When people make you emotional when they're when they're singing, like I watch Mac Miller when he sings 2009 acoustic version. Um, it's like I forgot what the YouTube channel is or what it's what the uh, what the where they're at. Um, but it's just you feel the vibe, you feel the energy, or um, through a movie when you feel it through the screen, and then and then vice versa. When I go to a concert now, we we uh, me and Minnie saw Old Dominion, um, and we had a little like VIP before the actual concert, and it was just so intimate. And you just feel the energy like. There's nothing like that, man. And that's kind of goes back to the last podcast where you got to enjoy those little moments because now look at us. Like now we're in a pandemic. Now there's COVID. Now it's all FaceTime. Now it's a shutdown. Now it's all this shit, right? Like everything's a memory. So it's like when you have those moments and you feel like, have you ever been in a moment where you're like, this is going to be a memory that I'll, I'll remember forever. Like this is going to be one of those moments. This is going to be one of those defining moments that um, it brings me back to A Star Is Born when he brings her out on stage and she hits that note and I'm like, your oh, life just changed oh, forever. Your life oh, just changed forever. Like I that's where this, I know. My favorite part of the whole movie. Because he's coming out and he's like, well, I'm singing it anyway. And he starts to sing it. And she's sitting there debating like, do I go out on the stage right now? And then she fucking walks out and she sends it and she grabs the mic and it's like, I'm on the TV. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, like you're, this is it. Your life just changed forever. And um, man, that's the energy and the feeling and being with your tribe, man, and, and you don't want to get, get pulled away from that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have a lot of, not a lot of, uh, fucking thoughts coming into my head. And like, part of it's like making me realize that we're on that movie topic of like, don't lose sight of what you wanted to get where you're at. And like the people that helped you get there, like your tribe and like, like in all, like where I'm at right now, a hundred percent, like is because the dude sitting next to me, he's pushed me or helped me make decisions that I was never going to make myself and all this kind of shit, right? And like you just, we talk about all the time, like I talk about the walk-on mentality and how life, as soon as you lose that edge of, of all of a sudden you got a taste of success and you lose the edge that got you to where you're at, you're going to get knocked on your ass, right? And so that's what keeps coming to my head right now is is don't lose what got you somewhere. Don't lose the edge. Don't lose the motivation. Don't lose the tribe that got you mm -hmm. somewhere and get lost in where you're at all of a sudden and think that you made it. Like, we never just made it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, or just to think that like, yeah, you may be the one that made it, you may be the one that got there, like you may actually like, uh, like for, for you, you know, like you, you got, you walked on and then you got that scholarship, Yeah. but also like your, fa your family, like- Oh, there's a lot of support that got it, me you know there. I mean? Coaches, so, you, yeah. Right, so same thing where it's like, for me in business, for, for, I mean, right now my brother in business and, for so many people, it's like, yeah, you made it, but it's also like, you weren't the only one to, to make it. You know what I mean? Like, you you made it kind of for everybody. And there's every, whether some people might say like, yeah, I, they deserve something for it, whatever that situation is, cool. But there is always a recognition that is deserved of when people really did help you to get there, that tribe. And when it is deserved, you have to give it. Pay credit where credit's due, man. And the thing is, I keep thinking about Stars Born. I know it's funny, but like, there's so many good points in that movie where she, all she talked about was she never sings her own songs and she just, she just wants a shot, right? And he gives her this opportunity out of love, 
only out of love. He didn't do this to make her famous. He, it was for love. And she went out there and you see the energy of them performing, right? And she did it for the love of music and the love for him. And then as soon as that record label dude comes around and changes everything and she starts going solo and doing all this shit and Jackson Maine goes, you know, if you don't, if you don't seriously dig deep into your soul, you won't have legs. And he's pretty much saying like, you've lost, you've lost who you are in this process of, of your love for music. And for me, I had that walk on mentality, all that shit. I earned a scholarship. I was starting to taste some success. I took my foot off the gas a little bit. My knee blew out. And to me, it opened my perspective. I've never looked back since. And I was like, bro, I can never lose that, that edge. I can never lose that walk on opportunity because I was taking it for granted. Mm -hmm. And then when it's taken away from you, you remember why you started. You remember your love for the game. You, you don't take that shit for granted anymore. You don't take any play for granted ever again because that might be your last play. Boom. Is that it? Yeah. Is that it? Wow. Um, yeah, sorry. I was like, I was rolling on that one. I just, um, I get some like nostalgia. It just starts to come to my head. So I'm starting to just accept hey, what comes word. to my head. Good word. Nostalgia. Yeah. Hey, I, yeah, I've, I've learned about it. Now I've been <laughs> feeling it. Bro, it was pretty crazy. I, uh, I was messing around with my new DJ controller that I got. And um, I have a lot of old songs on my, on my Serato. And one was like Wax. His name was Wax, and it's called Two Wheels. Um, look that song up, dude. Wax, Two Wheels. Um, and all I remember was, remember how my cousin Logan, shout out to Logan, had a uh, that blacked out uh, charger? And, and he, he was he older. He took it over the curb in the OC Fair. <laughs> yes. Show like an asshole. <laughs> 170 miles an hour. But... Like oh he was a little gosh. older than us, so it was like the coolest shit ever. Like he was, he would drive us everywhere, right? Like it was like, oh, Logan's driving. It was cool. And all I remember, I played this song and I was bumping it in my garage, and it just took me back to being in Logan's Charger with like Mason and some of our friends, and we're like, we're back there, and he's just blasting it with his subs, and it's like, oh yeah, oh oh my, I don't give a fuck about a D. It's a really bad song, but. I just, I got nostalgic and it was fucking crazy. And I, like, for like the first time in a long time, I was like, oh my God, like I got set like back in time and it was fucking wild. That's awesome. And I sent a Snapchat to Logan and Mason. Um, I know you guys are listening, like, why the fuck does this mean anything to me? But I don't care. I appreciate you guys for listening. So, yeah. one love. <laughs>